I just want you to tell me what you think the questions are going to be on the exam tomorrow. Oh, and the answers too, obviously. Please? I don't believe you. You should be ashamed to ask me to do a thing like that. And besides, don't you have any pride in studying for yourself? Amy's right. There's great satisfaction in doing your own work. Oh, yeah, right. Like you didn't want those answers too. Hey, this isn't funny. Get it together. We're not kids anymore. We've got to start thinking about the future. Yep, you go ahead and worry, but I'll wait till it's here. <laughs> Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch every single episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. And today, it's going to be a good one. Yeah? It's going to be. We got we got two real good ones coming up <laughs> that we're recording today. Oh. Today is going to be episode 49, the third episode of Sailor Moon R. For whom is the white rose, the moonlight night appears. <laughs> so if you have been listening to the show going, you know, there's not enough Mamoru. There's not enough Darian. We need twice as much <laughs> as we have gotten in previous years. Spoilers. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't mean to spoil this thing from 1993. <laughs> but to help us talk about that this week, we have a very, very special guest. Now, Jordan, your wife, Dr. Devin White, she has been on the show several times. Twice. Four times total. Four times. <laughs> you got to remember to double it. Double buddy. it. See, the, the listeners don't know that we record two at once, except for we say it all the time. What? But uh, joining us for this week's episode and sticking around for next week's episode is my girlfriend, Aiden Sullivan. Hi. Now, Aiden. Yes. Our relationship is basically entirely Sailor Moon based. It is. <laughs> Is this true? But it, and I've talked about that before. Like we, uh, you got me a Sailor Moon themed anniversary present uh, a couple months ago for our first anniversary. I did. We kind of started dating by watching because we met on the internet. We did. So we started dating by watching Sailor Moon together on Hulu when it started. Our anniversary is literally the day that Sailor Moon started on Hulu. So you'll always remember that. That's great. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, but Aiden, what is your history with Sailor Moon besides that? Well, my first ever Sailor Moon experience. I was on the Harry Potter boards. Cool. In the years 2000 and 2001. And it was actually, it was very, it was very anarchic. I, I didn't, I didn't watch TV as a kid at all. I was a huge, I was just a nerdy loser kid. So I read a lot of books. So the way I got into anything as a child was because someone went off topic on the Harry Potter boards. <laughs> <laughs> like you should check this thing out and there was this cool click on the boards and i was kind of one of their hangers on and (laughs) one of them was named lore and she kept posting she had a fan site she had a sailor moon fan site that that used frames which i thought was very cool And, uh, yeah, she just kept posting the, these, like, this fan art. And so I went, and it wasn't really on in 2000, 2001. It was on, like, Saturday mornings on Toonami. And like I said, I didn't watch TV at all. So I think I watched the same episode, like, three or four times. 
like I watched like a Sailor Mercury episode three or four times. And I just kind of forgot about it, forgot about Sailor Moon. And then two or three years ago, I just watched the entire first run all over again. I was like, oh, right, this is what probably what I should have been. This is probably <laughs> what I should have been watching. Now, um, do you remember, you don't remember which episode mm, it was that you, you first saw? No. Just oh. that it had Sailor Mercury in it? It was, it was like one of the first ten episodes. Like if we was re- it the one with Sailor we, Mercury and her fake-ass boyfriend? It may, may have been. No, well, that's not... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you look. We're gonna like. We're going to gang up on you, Jordan, <gasps> in, this epi- in this episode, and talk about uh, how uh, Sailor Jupiter is not into this guy at all. What? And then, and then you and me are gonna gang up on Aiden mm-hmm. because Aiden, who is your favorite Sailor Scout? Oh, Sailor Mars. Oh God. <laughs> My ranking goes Sailor Mars, Sailor Jupiter, and then everyone else on the show. <laughs> You don't even distinguish between them? Well, I like them all, but, like, they're all kind oh, of... you had some very unkind words for Usagi last night. Well, I wouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> they weren't unkind. I just said I wouldn't be friends with her because she's a user. That is Whoa. that is unkind, dear. That is the definition of unkind. That's a very unkind thing to say about Yeah, someone. that's pretty extreme. Yeah, well, you know, she cries a lot, and she never takes responsibility for her actions, ever. I don't think... That's it's true. Hers. She's she's not she's not my fave. Sailor Mars, Sailor Jupiter, and then everyone else. Wow. Mm-hmm. What is it about well. Sailor Mars that you like so much? Uh, is it everything that we hate about Sailor Mars? Probably. Okay. Cool. Uh, I identify as a Sailor Mars. <laughs> I know you do. I, well, I, We've uh, talked about that on the show before. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, then then I'm worried about the answer to my next question, which is what House of Hogwarts are you? Well, I was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go. You guys enjoy the next hour. No, I've said this. I've said this before. Never near a hot mic, but I've said that my transition from a childhood Ravenclaw into an adult Slytherin is a very. Oh. It's a very. My heart. <laughs> it's a very good summary of how I grew. Oh my god. <laughs> well, because I, I mean, again, if we're actually allowing childhood transference into adult, I would have gone tra- childhood Ravenclaw into adult Hufflepuff. So. <laughs> We are apparently more. Oh, Jordan, you're not a. You're, look, you don't need to put yourself down like that. You're no, not a Hufflepuff. No, it is not an insult, Chris. It is a it, lifestyle. Yeah, it kind of is an no. insult. No, it is it not. Kind of is an insult. No, it is not. They are uh, upstanding. Hufflepuffs, Hufflepuffs loyal. are important. That's the nicest <laughs> which, thing I've ever ones? heard a Slytherin say about a Hufflepuff. This is amazing. <laughs> which Hufflepuffs are important again? Cedric, Cedric Diggory. Diggory, thank you. <laughs> and oh, also, the one who died. Yeah, the and one also who died. Tonks, yeah. the other one who died. Yeah, well, good. Teddy Lupin's a Hufflepuff, and he's a prefect. So yeah, listen, listen. If, if you're gonna judge by <laughs> how many people die, people die from every single one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, but like, except for Slytherins, who McGonagall just goes, just, just go into the fucking dungeons. Just, just go. <laughs> Welcome back to Potter business. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do that podcast too. Yeah, look, look. <laughs> Patreon goal when we whenever we finally get around to starting a Patreon for the show whenever it stops being fun and we have to do it for money. <laughs> All right, so Aiden, any uh, any other thoughts about uh, your history with Sailor Moon? Like I said, it is very important to us as a couple. It is very important to us as a couple. I made you a laser cut, a laser cut of the Henshin devices, the transformation pens. Yeah, nerd. Yeah. What? What? Also known as Luna Poops. Yeah. <laughs> Best one. AKA Luna Poops. 
the hot, the hot new, uh, hot new fan Dean that Jordan and I are going to do. Uh, Did you tell everyone on your podcast that you refuse to call the, us hanging out and watching Sailor Moon every Saturday night together late at night? You refuse to call them dates for like three or four weeks? I don't know why you want to bring that up on the podcast right now. <laughs> Sounds what relevant. Sounds relevant. We're together now. <laughs> What matters is that we are very happy together Wait, now. so let me guess what happened. You were like, this is like a date, right? And you were like, no, there's trash for every trash pile, but <laughs> not this trash, right? I, <laughs> I did I did tell Aiden, I forget what the context was, but I did tell Aiden the other day, well, you know, there's trash for every trash pile. <laughs> Terrible. And then I put my sunglasses on and straightened my turtleneck and my green jacket and my purple pants <laughs> and uh, and walked away. There is an age difference between us. Oh, not my. A, I mean, it is, it it is bigger than yeah. Memoru and Isagi. It it's bigger? Fair, we are both adults. Yeah, we are both adults. But... Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you are not allowed to give him shit ever again. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to sound that shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked at the hypocrisy, not at what you're doing here. Just that you're so down on Memoru, though. Well, I did not. Yeah, no, of course. That's why I'm saying it's okay. Child. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I was a middle school but, student. Like... But when you guys are reborn in the next life... <laughs> Right, right. Of course. I forgot. I forgot. I will know enough stranger danger and we'll just <laughs> prevent all of this from happening. When I am turned into a Hot Pocket <laughs> and microwaved back to life by Queen Barrel. Oh, this is wonderful. Right, so uh, I'm learning so I much. I think now's the time to uh, get into the show. We're going to have a lot of, uh, of Twitter stuff and, uh, and Tumblr stuff to talk about, but I think we're going to save that for the next episode. So don't worry to everyone who has been sending us things. We have seen them, and they are great, but I think we're going to talk about that in next week's episode. For now, I think we're just going to watch uh, Sailor Moon episode 49. As we've said, you can find it on Hulu. I do not have the DVDs yet. I'm a little I'm a little strapped for cash at the moment. I have not gotten the Sailor Moon R Series 1 DVD yet. But I have actually heard that people have been talking about how good the voice acting is, the English voice acting on the, on the new DVDs. So I'm very excited to get into it because I really want to hear what Alan and Anne sound like. Oh yeah, and if they like how they how they bust that flute out. Have you ever listened to Sailor Moon Abridged? I have not, but it has been recommended to me, so I, I think I should definitely check it out. I'm pretty sure they give them uh, fake Russian accents in that, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Are you sure you're not thinking of uh, Misha and Janelin? No, no, that that they Who also are kind of the prototype <laughs> Alan and Anne. Yes, that's true. That's a really good point. But uh, maybe that's how they do what inspired them. There you go. All right, so let's let's get into the episode. Sure. Uh, Jordan, can I have like 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 five seconds? Oh God! All right, let me get out my timer. Right. <laughs> can I have like two seconds? Can I have like one second. How much to... time do you want? Okay, well, look, it's actually relevant this time, so I need to go through the whole the whole introduction. No, Sailor Moon's blood type is not relevant this time. Yes, it is. <laughs> not yes, Sailor Moon's. Yes, it is. All right. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All we right. will get to it. All right, go ahead. Our heroine is Usagi Skino. She's 14 years old. She's a cancer. Her blood type is O. Remember that? Uh, she is also Sailor Moon. She is the reincarnation of Princess Serenity, who was the princess of the moon during the Silver Millennium. She has recently reawakened, uh, along with her team. I mean, I was going to call them sidekicks, but that's, that's wow. not really right. They yeah. do most of the work. Oh. In this episode, with, maybe. With her fellow senshi, sailors Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, and Venus, who thought they were going to live as normal girls after the end of the Dark Kingdom. But unfortunately, two travelers from space, Ale and Anne, have shown up. Or as we like to call them, Alan and Anne. 
because that is their English names. They have shown up and they are sucking energy out of people using Cardians. And so that brings us. Uh, I, 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 I so almost was like, wait, isn't it Cardigans? And then I'm like, no. <laughs> No, no those are sweaters. Those are comfy sweaters. <laughs> People know if there was a plot to steal energy using cardigans, I would be comatose. Be a lot of comas in uh, in this apartment right now. Okay, sorry, I didn't. I really didn't mean to make that joke. It was. I actually was Did like, you? wait, no, it's cardigans. Did you? Okay. Did you? So uh, we open up. Uh, let's see where we're at. We're at the train tracks. <laughs> Usagi is trying to get Ami to help her on the test. She just wants the answers, which no. implies that Ami knows the answers that are going to like the questions that are going to be on the test. No, no, no. She literally says, "Tell me what what questions you think will be on the t- the test, and then tell me the answers." Why is that cheating? That's not cheating. <laughs> That's just saying, "Help me study better." No wonder you're not a Ravenclaw anymore. <laughs> That's Hufflepuff talk to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Study groups and helping people. This is, in fact, talk. you know what? This cheating is the exact same kind of cheating we accused Greg of. Yes, it is. It is literally the exact same thing, except that he magically or telepathically or whatever you want to say yeah. knew Which what Which is not actually were. cheating. Right. <laughs> Rio, Greg, had to go study. Like, if you have to go study, it is not cheating. And, 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 and Usagi would be studying. It is, it is an unfair advantage. It, no, it I is not. not. It is not, and I'll tell you why it's not. Because Amy did not make the test. <laughs> Amy is just very smart. Going to a smart person and saying, hey, what smart things should I know for the test tomorrow? But that's not, not even smart things. That's just, hey, summarize the last quarter for me <laughs> real quick. Yeah, yeah, listen. Just real quick. Hey, do, like, will you just teach me just everything? <laughs> just, like, right now. You're absolutely right. It's a big burden. <laughs> I mean, look, Amy's complaint here should be you should have paid attention in class, Usagi. Yeah, like it's and honestly, it's not that hard to pay attention in class. Does Usagi have ADD? Is that the problem? I think Usagi's got a lot of problems because she should be able to just like sit in class and just like stare off into space. No, and listen. All she someone. does when she's sitting in class, she's thinking, "What am I having for lunch?" And she's falling asleep. That is what is happening. I mean, that is that is pretty much all that we have seen her do in class. <laughs> Do you think Haruna is a good teacher? Oh. Does Haruna strike you as being a good teacher? Usagi not... is the only only student who is ever shown to be failing this badly. So well, I think if she just like paid, if she got on some Adderall, <laughs> maybe you might some, be right. Like and just chilled out for like three seconds. Usagi is not good. There's in fact, I have paused the episode on this amazing shot of uh, Usagi with her tiny little fist balls under her chin and tears down her face that's an that's adorable not, one no it's not yes it is <laughs> no, it's not. i love it i love it, <laughs> it i mean listen me at all listen if, if this was me if i was there i would not probably be usagi i would not be amy because i'm not a i'm not the top of my class but i was of the attitude especially in college where i was like i don't study for tests that's what the class was for i'm supposed to have learned it but same. <laughs> but Same. that's what classes are for. But if one of my Go friends, <laughs> you're right. You're right. How, how did the two of you do in college? Very out of pretty well. Pretty. I mean, listen. I almost got on Dean's list last semester. Okay. I yeah. Because I, I wasn't. I think you dropped out. You dropped out. I mean, I was on the Dean's list and then I dropped out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, if one of my friends was like, "I'm totally screwed," tell me everything that's going to be on the test. Well, I might be like, "I'm too lazy to do that." <laughs> 
and I don't want to work that hard for you. Well, but I wouldn't be like, that's cheating. Easy. I'd be like, sucks. Like, sucks for you. Like, you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> They're asking, like, I have nothing. Like, I, I'm going to go get a sandwich. You can sit here and cry. These are... Like, these are Amy's best friends. Yeah. And, and they're asking a favor. This is... Here's, my, I'm friends with people who pay attention in class. <laughs> here's my problem with this. Amy is, Amy is a kind-hearted girl genius, and she is not being kind-hearted right now. How do you be kind-hearted to someone who's like, hey, will you build me a time machine no. so I can go back? And just redo the course again well, to be, before I to take be this fair, test? They have encountered time travel. <laughs> <laughs> so, point being, Amy is not going to share her uh, study notes for the test from hell. Okay, can we talk about this test? Because I am super confused as to when this test is. Aren't they saying it's tomorrow? They are saying it is tomorrow. But then later in the episode, it becomes a day later, and they still say it's tomorrow. Am I crazy? Well, it is. I, I can't figure out, like, is this scene supposed to be taking place very early morning, or is the scene supposed to be taking place late at night? Because it is dark outside in the establishing shot. It seems I, like it's like the first night. time I watched this episode when we watched it last night. I thought this was the night before the test from hell, but that is not where how the episode bears out. Yeah, me too. I really so you're you're proposing maybe this is so early in the morning that they're up for school. I mean, first of all, how is Usagi awake? But second I mean, of all, yes, good point. They're up for school, taking a train to school, which we've never seen them do before. Second good point. In the morning. I mean, this makes no sense. Yeah. I just, like, why are they at the train station? <laughs> I don't know. Because Amy doesn't take a train to go to, to cram school. Right. And Usagi clearly runs to school every day. Yeah. She is She is within walking distance of uh, Crossroads Middle School slash Juban Middle School. All right. We've already uh, revealed so yeah. this episode is a farce. Let's stop here. A farce. <laughs> this- so clearly... Usagi and uh, Makoto have gone to see Amy somewhere at this train station where she is at for reasons unknown. Makoto puts her hand on Usagi's shoulder and says, hey, you're asking too much. As, as Aiden said, you are asking your friend to teach you an entire class in an hour. And Usagi says, well, then why did you come, uh, Mako? Yep. I know why she came. I know why she was trying to, to meet up with Amy alone at the she, romantic train station. Because she wanted the test answers as well. <laughs> no, no, that's a that's a cover. Oh, that is what she says. It's canonical. Uh, yeah, she's covering. Mm. She's covering. I don't want she I, like. I don't want she want to show up. She was gonna ask Amy out. What? Deal with it, Jordan. Mm-hmm. The signs are all there. Which, which signs? Uh, that she's there, <laughs> and that she went to go see Amy. Where's your Tumblr? <laughs> that's full of like. Oh my god, they're like next to each other. Oh my god. Oh my god, they're the best. Do you mean the one where I put, like, the lyrics to songs underneath pictures of Ami and Makoto? Yeah. yeah it's, edits, where they're, like, in Edits, yeah, yeah. All those edits that I would have to do, and not just scans from the manga, <laughs> where they are, like, hugging and holding hands. Apparently, anyway, that just happens. everything's interrupted by a lion. Now, uh, Chris must have been sorely disappointed, because very quickly, upon seeing this lion, they show it from behind, and you do not see this cat's butthole. <laughs> this... Okay, okay. (laughs) This fat lion is way too humanoid for that to be appropriate or funny. Well, you laughed, so. This lion's got titties, guys. (laughs) But, like, the second time we see her, it's a full-on butt shot. Like, legs spread full-on butt. And I guess then, also, if it's a humanoid crotch shot, which is even weirder. Now, I was... 
we actually were trying to figure this out last night. Yep, there it is. <laughs> See? There it is. A little tuft of hair. <laughs> I was trying to figure this out last night because Phalan, which is the name, it's P-H-A uh, lion, is a very complicated monster. It's a lion It's got person. titties. <laughs> it's pink. There's, and then there's a spinning wheel involved? Yeah, there's also a big glowing wheel floating in the sky. And so it seems like something... That should be a like a constellation thing or a mythological thing, uh, especially given that we've seen you know other like Western mythological monsters being used for the Cardians in the past, like uh, Minotauron. Right. And uh, what was the other one from last week? Or no, I guess last week was Minotauron. I don't remember the first monster. Oh, it was Vampire, the plant vampire. <laughs> right. Which made no sense either. There you go. Yeah. So if anybody knows, like, if there's any significance to the big glowing wheel and the lion, again, like, it, se- it seems familiar, but I cannot place it. Well, here's the thing about the cards. Are the cards a thing? Because, they're again, all the animals are different looking on the cards than they are when they come out. And which makes me think, like, are the cards like, well, they're obviously not tarot cards, but are they something like tarot cards that is like a thing and that other people in other cultures are going, yeah, that's the one with the lion and the wheel. Duh. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I think the cards are just a motif uh, that they get to do kind of cool stuff with. Because remember, uh, Minotauron had a slightly different design on the card and then and she was brought to life. So I like I honestly don't know. And I would be. You know, please tweet at Settler Business uh, and let us know if there's something that I'm missing. Like, the lion and a wheel seems like maybe there's a demon or something. And if you see the card, there's another element. There's a third thing, which... Is it a cat's butthole? (laughs) No. The the lion is, like, holding the thing. The wheel is the cat's butthole. (laughs) There you go. You nailed it. You got it. You got it. Problem solved. Cease your tweets. (laughs) Your Here, look, I'm going to send you a, a link a link to the card. And you can see the okay. thing the cat is, like, holding. It All looks right, like kind of, if you want the joke version, it looks like a giant joint. But it isn't. I don't know what it is. It, it's it's That's thread. a spinning wheel. Yeah, yeah, it's a spinning wheel. Okay, so so this lion is spinning stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's making cardi- cardigans. <laughs> making cardigans. Yes, perfect. No, by the way, no preamble. Just monster, like, within the first minute of the show. Yeah. Uh, hey, I didn't do my homework. Oh, look, a monster. <laughs> it's like, if you if you want to know everything you need to know about Sailor Moon, it's right <laughs> up front. And also, in the Sailor Moon tradition, there is a major coincidence that just happens out of nowhere, which is that uh, Shinazaki, who is someone that uh, Makoto knows, just is hanging out at the same train station, protecting uh, Makoto from this giant pink lion. So apparently in the English dub, this lion was male. Mm-hmm. How did they do that when this lion has titties? It just, it just, they just gave it a dude voice. So it was just but like, it's got, I'm going to like, get you. Yeah. I mean, you're, 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 I don't. You're right, but they just went, okay, too bad. And like every and every monster is female. Why did they go, you know what, this one, the one that has the secondary sexual characteristics of what most people view to be female, let's give this one a dude voice. Turns out Deke was more progressive than you thought. <laughs> I do not think that was the case. You're right. I think I think I would be curious. I feel like so many of Deke's decisions were completely arbitrary and made, like, five minutes before they had to start dubbing the show. Yeah, like, oh, who's available? Oh, this guy. Hey, my my nephew. 
My nephew's looking for some work. Okay, well, can he do like a high pitched voice? Or... No. Oh, okay, get he's in the not, booth. He's not good. He's like, you know, he can show up and like talk like a lion for a little bit. That's cool. That's <laughs> he fine. considers himself to be a lion. Which oh, is... perfect. Oh. I mean, it's weird because this episode specifically, the dove is not very different. It, it's one of the ones where they really do keep it almost line for line. Even the parts where I was like, that didn't make sense in either version. <laughs> they, they what, was the, what was the title of this episode? Oh, what was the title? Oh, uh, A Night to Remember, but a cold... <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. They know that's a book about the Titanic, right? Well, but with a K, with a K. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Don't worry, Jordan. I got it. Just making sure. What was, uh, what was Shinazaki's name? That is a great question. I wish he was also named Greg. I wish, I wish Amy and Makoto both had fake boyfriends named Greg. <laughs> Uh, let me see if I can find it. Ken! <laughs> Ken! Alright. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sure. Yeah, we... <laughs> good thing we went all that way for that. His name is Ken. And yes, he is her very good friend. He's always protected her. Which is weird, because Makoto does not strike me as someone who needs protection. The first thing she does when she shows up in the show is beat up three adult men. Chris, that is really insensitive of you, because... Everybody needs protection sometime. Everybody has feelings. I mean, I guess. Even the like, big tough girl, you have to know that she is sensitive inside. Okay, but also, okay, fair. That is true. We know Makoto is sensitive inside. Also, Makoto is a sailor scout and did not mean to be protected from this monster. No. But it immediately fell off a nearby cliff. Well, let's, so yes, what happens is she starts protecting her friend, sort of. Listen, he doesn't know she's a sailor scout. A giant pink lion lady just jumped at her. He thinks, I'm going to save her. Yeah, he pushes her to the ground and accidentally falls off. Not a cliff, but a... I don't know what else to call it. It's like a cliff, but it's man-made. <laughs> a wall, I yeah, guess. It's a wall. <laughs> Walls are what we call those. Those man-made cliffs that we have <laughs> around structures. But it's yes. not a side of a building. That's, it's just like it's like a ditch. They've, they've like dug a, a train ditch for it. A, tra- a train ditch? <laughs> These are very commonly used terms. All right. Look. Man-made cliffs and train ditches. Shut up. Shinazaki uh, goes off the cliff, hits his head. He is concussed. He goes to the hospital. We are informed that they do not have enough of his blood type, Wait. which is O. Wait. Now, hold on. All right. We, we should probably just skip to it. But I just wanted to mention that the monster runs away because two girls show up, which yes. I do not understand. It like was like, I can take on this guy and this girl, but then two other teenage girls, I'm out. Okay, first of all, we know that Alan and Anne are aware of the Sailor Scouts now. It doesn't run away when it actually fights the Sailor Scouts. Yeah, but like at that point, it is too late. Oh, exactly. Like, it is. The, to, if, to, if you're a monster in Japan and more than one teenage girl shows up, you have to assume that you are about to fight Sailor Scouts and uh, Phalion was not ready. That is my theory on that. All right. So, yes, he needs type O blood. He needs type O blood. Now, what do we know about Usagi <laughs> from every episode of this show? She's a cancer. Her blood type is O. Birthstone is a pearl. I love this shot because uh, the nurse goes, the nurse goes, we're out, you know, we're running low on, on type O blood. And there's like a long beat. And then Jupiter, uh, Makoto steps up and goes, I'm type O. Use my blood. And meanwhile, Usagi's just in the background, just like, oh, no. Oh, are you going to take her? Okay, cool. <laughs> to be fair, later on in the episode, she like 
when Makoto is hooked up directly to Shinazaki, which I don't think is how you're supposed to do a transfusion, <laughs> then uh, Isagi does go, hey, listen, I can take over if I need to. Wait, <laughs> like, hey, wait, if really? you need me to, I can take over. For some reason, I thought it was Amy who said that, which I was no, like, it's... that doesn't make any sense. Well, they're, all of their blood types can't be O. That they're is improbable. Not. I mean, no. I will accept that they are reincarnated moon princesses, but... <laughs> no, I mean, I well, I mean, we we must know what Sailor Mercury's blood type is. Let's oh, yeah. See. Well, look, I've got, the, I've got the book. I can tell you her height. I can tell you her blood type. Well, let's hear it. Uh, blood type is A, Sailor Mercury's blood type. Okay. She is five foot two. Her birthday... Oh, it was just Amy's birthday, September 10th. Oh, that's, happy birthday, Amy. That's my anniversary of working at Marvel Comics. Oh, wow. Very I, didn't, I didn't realize I started on her birthday. That's pretty exciting. Her hobbies are chess, computers, and reading. We have never seen her playing chess. Her I, strengths are calculations. <laughs> sure they are. Her weaknesses are love letters and relaxation. I, I'm identifying with Sailor Mercury right about now. <laughs> Is your weakness relaxation? I think that's your strength here. <laughs> Rude. Her favorite food is sandwiches. Uh, I guess. Let's see. Uh, just just so we're clear on this, uh, Sailor Mars's blood type is AB. Sailor Jupiter's blood type is O. Sailor Venus's blood type is B. And uh, that is... Uh, oh, Tuxedo Mask's blood type is A. There you go, everybody. Not compatible with Sailor Moon. Not compatible with Sailor Moon. That's sad. In any way. No, no that's not what the answer is. In mm-hmm. any way. Uh, anyway, what, what do you guys care? You don't... <laughs> well, I guess Chris cares. What do you get hated? You don't like either of them. You should be happy they get together. <laughs> Just because I don't like a woman doesn't mean I want her to be in a terrible relationship it's for the rest a, of her life. When the relationship is happening, it's good. I've no, I've said this, but I said this on, on Twitter. If there are two women who dislike each other and there's a man and he starts starts talking shit, the two women will gang up on that guy. For long enough for him to be destroyed. <laughs> I'll, be- that's listen, how, I'll believe that's how That's how most female relationships work. Like, you, like, I, I don't like plenty of people out there, but if I see some schmuck talking shit and running his mouth off about him, I will, I will tell him to step, de- to, you know, to step off. But once they get together, he's not but mean once- to her. <laughs> that's so, that's so many warning signs, bro. Don't say that to me. <laughs> See, honey, we we are in agreement about that. It's that not good. Forty-eight-year-old scumbag. It's not good. Jordan, <sighs> yes. why do you want them to be together so much? Because I've seen them together, and they're both wonderfully happy. Okay, but have you considered? Lesbianism? They forgot their daughter's birthday. You totally stepped on my funny I joke. I did step on your funny joke. <laughs> Take it again. Take it again. Take, rewind it back. Okay, but seriously, Jordan, have you considered lesbianism though? I I'm I don't think it's an option for me. Why? <laughs> Why do you cling to heterosexuality like this? Like, are there not Yusaki has never expressed an interest in it. Well, that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. She's not. You know what? I actually do think that is true. She's never expressed a romantic or sexual interest in a woman. She has admired and thought they were beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's just how female friendships are. Yeah, that's just how that's just how like female that's just like like every girl kind of like has a crush on their best friend. Right? I did not say Amy, right? that like, she has a crush on them, and I didn't say like, that's, that's what what the... like like women are more sensual than men. That is not <laughs> what I'm women, saying. Women I wish you could like... see the sarcastic bouncing Aiden is doing right now. <laughs> that is not what I think, but I think that that's how Usagi works, whether she's real or not, which she isn't. So there you go. <laughs> 
So back at the apartments, uh, Alan and Anne are hanging out with the Doom Tree. And he's just playing his flute for no reason. Yeah, you know, just just doing some flute playing. I assume again, I assume it's not actually doing any magic. He's just like, I got a minute, I'll just play. Listen, he's dedicated to his craft. You gotta you gotta practice every day, all day. <laughs> if you're going to be a master alien flautist. So the Doom Tree looks like a brain, which is something that I had not noticed before. Bang a ring, all these rappers sound the same. It's my, it's my favorite rap group. Guys, Doom Tree's my favorite rap group. Yeah, we've talked we talked really about it on the show that we have the, the big Doom Tree print hanging in. They're uh, really good. You don't care for them at all. Why don't I care for them? Because every time I play them, you're like, hmm. Yeah, but I'm talking about everything. They look really good. Thing. Have they ever said publicly that they were referencing this with their name? No, but I don't doubt it. They're a bunch of rap nerds from Hopkins, Minnesota. So <laughs> okay. it is entirely possible that they were really into anime when they started their rap group. So. So, according to Alan, the Cardian is the spinning wheel that spins one's unhappiness and misfortune. Again, your guess is as good as mine on this one. Alan and Anne uh, have a little chat about how they need some uh, some energy, but these pretty guardians keep getting in their way. And Alan cannot resist talking about how cute they are, how, how lovely they are, which Anne does not appreciate. Well, understandably, <laughs> that's, his, that's her, her boyfriend talking about how cute the other girls are. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, you're, you're probably right on that one. So then they make out. Right. I was, I mean, and that's the thing is you could say, well, they should be trusting more. He, she should not trust him. <laughs> he is not trustworthy. No, in going... the next episode, he is going to bring Sailor Moon flowers right, exactly. and like, hit on exactly. her at a laser tag place that uses real monsters as the targets. <laughs> so again, back at the hospital, Makoto is hooked up and Sailor Moon is like, hey, um, I'm also typo, but you good? You're, you're good. I'm going to go. If you're good, you're good. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm also talking about, just, you're good, though, right? Like, you've got enough blood? Okay, good, good. You've got enough blood for two people? In you, one person? Okay, good, good, cool. Bye. Uh, and she explains who Shinazaki is, or Makoto explains who Shinazaki is. He's a very dear person uh, who was always there for her. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm not, you, 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 you made it sound like we're going to fight. We're not going to fight. I, I, I know she doesn't, she doesn't have a romantic interest in this guy. Yeah, Shinazaki, like, I, like, I do not like Shinazaki. I do not like this show about how, first of all, I don't like this show being about how Makoto gets dumped all the time because Makoto's great. I don't know why anyone would uh, would dump her. She's fantastic. Uh, second of all, I don't like the show's all about like, yeah, he's the guy who's always there for me when other guys break my heart. But that's, what's Let's wrong with that? Are you, are you upset about friend zoning in this show for little girls? I am, I am, I am, I do not want this show to posit that the, like, the, the friend zone is real. <laughs> well, it's like, like Shinazaki clearly expects something from Makoto. What? No, I, not at all. Okay, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I am reading a little too much into this episode. I mean, I think obviously you're reading into it. Well, look, look, Yusagi and Amy are reading into it. Like everybody else outside of this relationship is reading into it. But it seems like she's just very yeah. She just is like this is my really close guy friend, and that's how we are like with that. For an episode that like introduces the monster with no fanfare, like ninety seconds into it, this episode moves really slowly. This flashback takes forever. Well, that's because again, this is not a flashback. This is an excuse for a song. Now, <laughs> again, in the American version, they have a, a song called "Rainy Day Man," which is adorable, and I. Love it because it's on the soundtrack and it's stupid. Are we going to be hearing a ukulele cover of that? I at think. The end of this I, episode? I think so. I think so. It's it's so. You're eventually going to have an album. You realize that, right? I'm, like I'm you're eventually totally going to have that. an album of Sailor Moon covers. All right. 
Yeah. You've scared me off. No, that sounds terrific. But <laughs> but I hate the the Japanese one has this like weird jazzy bossa nova song while she's getting broken up with. It's totally weird. <laughs> what does it sound like? Can you hum it? The, the Can you jazzy- play it? I Jordan, you have your ukulele. Can you play a little bit for us? I cannot play the Jazzy Bossa Nova. I can play Rainy Day Man. But here, you know what? Again, we're watching it on Hulu. I can turn up the volume for a moment uh, and push play. It's good breakup music. Yeah. What? It was very important that we make room for this hit single. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop that. While that is playing, we get to watch presumably the infamous boyfriend because uh, they don't show him very closely, but the infamous yeah. everybody... He looks like Yuichiro. Well, but again, you only kind of see him. And then when they, when they get closer to him, they put a big black shadow over his face so you can't really look at him. Well, he's got, he's got Dark Andrew's hair. hair. <laughs> he's got Joe the Crane Game Troll's eyes. He's good. I forget what all the other parts are. Yeah, I don't remember. But he breaks how, up with her in the rain. How old is Makoto? 14. 14. That's about the time I thought I was straight, too. <laughs> it, what, the, there, there is a thing. I'm bisexual. There is a thing. That was... That when was you're, when you're a young... When you're a young... When you are a young child... And you do the thing. It's like, oh, all girls have crushes on their best friends. I love boys. I love boys so much. Boys and their their the but, nose the okay. nose of boys I'm into. Here, here's and the like, problem I like have with what tra- you're saying. But like you're trying to sound straight, but you just sound like you're just denying everything. And then you get to college, you shave all your head, or you shave all your head, you shave all your hair off. <laughs> And you go, oh, I'm a lesbian. And you just go in the, on the, you know, you just, you pendulum. But I, like, I think, I think Makoto is going to get to, like, she's going to go to college in America and go, oh. <laughs> she's not going to go to college. She's just going to become an immortal goddess of yes, uh, that's the Tokyo, problem. unfortunately. The, the problem I have with what you're saying is that you're, I, I get everything you're saying, but you're, you're implying that people can't have that kind of nearly romantic feelings about someone without actually having romantic feelings about them. And I think you totally do and can. I'm not talking about this particular guy. I'm talking about Makoto's entire character. <laughs> no, no, but I meant... No, and I'm not talking about this guy either. I mean, I'm like, talking this about guy, life. This, like, this guy's fine. Like, I, that can happen with guy friends and guys and guy friends, too. Like, that. that's... I mean, in fact, that's half of what the slash fiction on the internet is based on. People, because you have close friendships and people go, close friendships, that must be love. And it's like, no, you, you're, it can be yeah, almost love and not to, love. You can absolutely... You can absolutely have close friendships with no, people the like, same si- of the same gender. Like Makoto and Yusagi are yeah. very close friends. Yes, they are. Makoto and Amy are dating. Yes, <laughs> exactly. They're, you just said they're Yusagi, not dating. Yusagi has huge crushes on all of her lady friends, all of them. But like she's she's heterosexual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, why now, did you just laugh because you were being sarcastic or because? <laughs> you... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that is something. That's actually we have heard that exact same thing about Makoto. Like that, oh yeah, this is this is a thing. Which again, I do not have the perspective to speak on that, but people have told us. Oh, yeah. uh, people have written in with almost the, that exact phrasing uh, over Twitter yeah. to but, defend my defense 
of the true and lasting it relationship just, of Sailor Moon, which I, is anyway, I really I identify because again, like again, when I was fourteen, I was like, I love boys. Boys are the best. I love boys forever. And then later, I was like, Oh no, oh no, I was I was I was really uh, compensating. Yeah, like really hard. It just is very familiar to me. That's all. So we cut to Yusagi's room where she. Wait, we're not going to... Uh, well, okay. I was going to oh. talk about the rest of the flashback. Oh, no, please. Talk about the rest of the... I am so bored by that flashback. <laughs> I do not care about He Shinazaki. breaks up with her in the rain, and she stands out in the rain, getting drenched and being sad, and then... And Shinazaki comes up, and he's like, Umbrella, m'lady. <laughs> now, you just described weird, weird, like, you know, sketchy dude who's trying to hit on a girl language to it. But I think it could just be like, hey, cheer up. Everything's okay. For all you know, this guy is gay, so there. I, I, look, I mean, that is, that is true. Well, no, I mean, he does leave the hospital with his girlfriend at the end of the... That, <laughs> they, that could be his girlfriend. <laughs> so it, That was uh, terrible, sorry. <laughs> so it's Agi's room. There's a nice little gag because she looks like she's, like, really concentrating on something. She has, like, a bandana tied around her head, which is super cute. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's doing homework. And then uh, Luna shows up, and what she is actually doing, and I love this. This mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. my favorite part of the episode. Mm-hmm. She is doing crayon drawings, which are actually quite good. Yeah. Of her romantic history with Darian, <laughs> like with Endymion and with Tuxedo Mask, so that she can show him these crayon drawings and thereby revive his memories. With the assumption that crayon drawings are equivalent to a laser beam shot out of a magical cat's head. That this is what's going to his memories. Being accosted on the street by a child with crayon drawings. Right. Yes. And Luna, Luna, Luna goes through that whole thing. She thinks she's studying. It's like, oh, look at this. And then she jumps up and is like, what? Uh, now, okay, wait. Actually, hang on. Yusagi's wearing pajamas. Yes. They are not her, uh, they're not her usual pajamas, though. Well, that's not what I, want, I was going for. But... Season two pajamas. So I, that makes it seem to me clearly it's it's been night since the previous scene. Okay, well maybe okay if the train station was early evening, this is that night, right? Okay. So tomorrow after she wakes up should be the test from hell. Okay. Like they're gonna go to the Hikawa Shrine in the morning and have a sailor business meeting before school. Before school. Okay. And then the, and then Yusagi will go take the test. But the rest of the episode. I mean, we're about to jump to the Hokawa Shrine. So we, it gets to the next morning. We get we see all the scouts at the shrine, and they're saying, yeah, there's stuff. Everything bad. That lion was crazy. What if it has to well, do Artemis, with those aliens? Well, that's a good point. Yeah, Artemis is like, oh, God, we destroyed the Dark Kingdom. I guess it's somebody new. <laughs> I guess it's the second season now. <laughs> We've got to look for a new set of bad guys. Oh, my God. And then they start actually going, hey, maybe this has to do with the other stuff that we fought for the last two weeks. Um, And then Makoto says, I don't care. I will crush them with these hands, (laughs) which is awesome. Because they hurt her friend. She will crush them with these hands of a true queen. She she hits the the pole of the the temple and Ray's like, don't knock over the temple, please. Don't destroy my place. (laughs) Don't rip apart the place I live. With your bare hands. I love Mako. So I then so they're like, Usagi's missing. Maybe she's studying for the... No, obviously she's not studying for the test. And we get to cut to see the, that she's just running through streets being late. All right, so then is the proposition that every single thing that happens in the rest of the episode is taking place before school? I guess? Because, like, that's the... Uh, I don't know. I feel uh, like they, should, they meant to say two days from now at the beginning, and they didn't. 
Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's a translation error. Maybe. Maybe uh, if anyone knows Japanese, they can tell us. Now, uh, this is my favorite scene. It's the second half of the, the drawing scene. Well, this, like, first of all, uh, Isagi's running down the street and she sees Anne trying to get uh, Memoru to go on a date with her. To a disco. Uh, to a disco. Which, you know, Memoru has a type. Which is <laughs> Too young for him. Yeah. This is 14-year-old. And he says to and her, I like that discos in this day and age, you are an odd young girl. <laughs> There's a and there's a great little reaction of her. I love the little the little bubble that pops up with her face, even though we're looking at the back of her head. So then she tries to get him to do karaoke, and then she sings a little bit, and she is not a good singer. In the American version, again, this is all almost exactly the same. In the American version, she sings "Home on the Range." <laughs> <laughs> oh, well that's that's my karaoke go-to. <laughs> Obviously, is "Home on the Range." <laughs> that that always gets the crowd pumping. Everybody. Deer in the antelope, let's do it. So Usagi slides in uh, to cut this off, and then we get her showing Mamoru her crayon drawings. Telling him the story. Uh, which I, and I love them. They're so fantastic. Absolutely. Because they're like, they're almost really good. Like everybody's got noodle arms, and they're, her drawing of Queen Beryl is great. Their eyes are just a uh, bit too big. Yeah, the, the eyes are just a little off. It's like Sailor Moon Crystal. But like, oh, this is so creepy. What? This is super. No, this is super creepy of her to like run up to some guy who has no idea who she is and has crayon drawings of them falling in love and being together forever. Well, like I would from be, another dimension. From another dimension. Yeah, from from the pet. Like saying, like, "Hey, I was a moon princess and you were an earth prince." Well, like if we're going to say that this like. 75-year-old man and this 14-year-old girl are on the same page, like, maturity level-wise, right? Like, that's what we're saying, because they're going to be together forever. Then she should not be doing this. But... You know, like, that would be, that would be incredible. Like, you can't just dismiss that as, like, oh, she's so childish and cute and, like, it's adorable. Because if you say that, then you are admitting that she is a child and he is an adult and he should just, like... That, that's really, like, that is really creepy of Usagi to do. And the, the fact that she thought that that was okay, again, is more proof that she is way too young for him. To be fair, season two, Memoru goes, this is weird. Bye. Yes. <laughs> and, like, peace out, Girl Scout. Yes. Peace out, Sailor Scout. <laughs> and leaves. I think it is an endearingly cute thing for Usagi to do. If she's, if she's a child. But again, I don't think they should be together. <laughs> so. She's desperate. If she was a child, then he's a child. If they were both children, that would be cute. But he's not. So it's weird. She's desperate. She's, she's tried everything She's a else. child! He's 94 years old. She is 9 years old. And he is ancient and immortal. <laughs> and so is she. It's weird. And she it's is equally weird. ancient They will and eventually be ancient and immortal. Yeah. They're not currently ancient and immortal. It's like, like, you know how, like, if we met and I was in middle school. <laughs> um, okay. If, no. That would be weird. That would be weird. Because I would be 14 and you would be 23. 23. That that's, would be weird. That's pretty but close to their a... age difference, right? <laughs> no, exactly. That would be weird. But when we met as adults, it doesn't matter as much. The ch- it's, she's a child. Yeah. She is a child and yeah. it's weird. Maybe he's a child uh, too, basically. If he my does... parents, if my parents had met instead of when, instead of, you know, in their 30s, if they had met in grade school, my mother would have been in kindergarten and my dad would have been in 12th grade like that would be weird but they didn't 
It's uh, weird. I hate this relationship so much. I hate, <laughs> like, I hate it. I hate it. It takes, no, it takes away from the entire series. It really does. Uh, like, yeah. Tuxedo Mask is completely irrelevant to everything. Like, you're telling me that these young girls can be ancient and immortal and perfect queens, and Sailor Moon can't find a way to have a daughter without some sort of dude being involved? Like, I call bullshit. What, there's like no you're reason. staring no. at me as there's you say no. this. Like, I am the one who came up with this. No, there's nothing saying she couldn't, but she doesn't want to. She likes this guy. There's no, there's, but there's no reason for him to be there at all. All he does is show up, make things more difficult. And, like, even in the battles, like, it's, it takes away from her and her power as the moon princess. He shows up, talks some nonsense, and then pieces out. And then she goes, oh, now I can do it. But, like, she could have done it. Like, he's completely, he's the worst part of the show. If, he exists. If there was a Sailor Moon, if there was a Sailor Moon without Tuxedo Mask, it would be, like, a thousand percent superior. He exists to he's affect useless. her emotionally. He's, he's useless. And that, that couldn't be one of her four friends who she loves. That couldn't be her mom, couldn't be her dad, couldn't be her brother, couldn't be her pet cat, couldn't be her daughter. I don't know why there's a man in the show at all. I think this is very similar to the problem that that Jordan and I have with uh, Sailor Mars because the the anime is so drawn out compared to the manga. And and we were informed uh, by someone, we were trying to figure this out in a couple episodes ago, uh, that the that uh, Takeuchi's manga actually ran monthly. Yes. It was not weekly like I originally thought. But because the anime is so drawn out and, and padded in a lot of ways, that much like you get Sailor Mars being in this holding pattern of being horrible to Yasagi constantly for weeks and weeks instead of seeing that relationship kind of grow and progress at a more palatable rate. You also do get Tuxedo Mask showing up in every fight and saving Sailor Moon, which really, I do think it is a flaw in the show. But she, but he doesn't really save her most of the time. He just like, he does. He throws a rose. He throws, well, he, he throws a rose as the monster is about to kill Sailor Moon and then goes, believe in yourself. Farewell. Right. He does save her and give her the opportunity to win. Like every, like almost every battle, which I think is why the, the season finale of season one works so well. Because Tuxedo Mask isn't involved, mm-hmm. and instead of, you know, Sailor Moon has to go do stuff on her own, and then when she does get help, it's from the other scouts. I think that that is a superior version yes. of but Usagi even, working even as a team. Because we've, we've watched through the through S? We, have, we haven't finished Sailor... We haven't, fi- we haven't finished R. There are things where, like, uh, where Tuxedo Mask goes into the future, and there's a future Tuxedo Mask, and he's... But he's exactly the same. Who lies to himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he's exactly the same. Like he never changes. He's a trash pile. He's still he's still completely useless. Like he, there is still no reason for this character to well, exist because he makes her happy. Again, there are so many other characters. <laughs> you know what else makes her happy? Pork buns. Yeah. <laughs> what if a pork bun showed up in every fight and was like, "Believe in yourself, Soggy." Chomp chomp. That would be. That would be way better if Usagi, in her moment of need, subconsciously summoned pork buns to fuel her final attack. That would be way better than having Tuxedo Mask anywhere near the show. If if Usagi was Pac-Man from that Pac-Man cartoon and had to eat a pork bun in every battle to power up and beat the monsters. So anyway, Alan shows up with a bouquet (laughs) of flowers. Well, yeah, yeah, because Memora just ditches while the girls are arguing over him. Alan shows up, and we get one of those bubble and sparkle backgrounds. He says, the best thing. Tears don't match your lovely face. Oh, yeah, but I I liked even before that, congratulations, I love you. (laughs) That's what I said to Aiden. (laughs) The first time we ever met. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations, you're my girlfriend. Oh, perfect. Awesome. But then he still wouldn't call it a date. 
No. <laughs> Still, no, we're no. not even dating now. No, we're not. <laughs> we just live together. Well, I just don't, I don't want to put labels on it. <laughs> we're roommates. <laughs> you call us roommates. I call us roommates all the time. Have we talked about Alan and Anne's designs and how their eyes are different from everyone else's? And no. how they have the, the big eyeliner wings? They're no. from France. Yeah, they're foreign. I, I really like I really like how they look. Their their weird alien appearance as humans. I really like that. It's great. So uh, Usagi almost falls for it. She almost falls for him just being. I don't, I, does she? Because I, I got the impression that she was just kind of like standing there being weirded out by it. Because then she goes, "Yeah, I gotta go." No, no. She what happened? Well, the way I interpreted it was she, he's using. I mean, because again, it does the weird, like crazy background, like you said, like super magic romance background, and he's like, "Take these flowers. I, I love you so much." And she starts being like, ah, oh. and then, but then when she reaches out for the flowers, it makes her drop all the, pi- the, the pictures she's drawn of her and Mamoru. And that's when she's like, oh, right, Mamoru, uh, never mind, I gotta go. Sorry, I was inspired by my own crayon drawings. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> right, she's just like, oh, right, I have a thing where I'm after that guy, not you. And then he gets to be super creepy and be like, what does he say? Something to the effect of... I mean, he's like super into it. He's like, he's like, oh... <laughs> the the pursuit begins <laughs> like the, some weird nonsense. The more you turn away from me, the more intense my love becomes. Ooh. <laughs> what? There is no good instance of healthy heterosexuality in the show. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me think about that. What about you, Ichiro? Yeah. Who? Chad. He's weirdly obsessed with Ray and won't confess his feelings to her and just like sits there waiting for her to notice him. It's so weird. I guess so. I guess. So. What about what Amy about mom and dad? Or- Molly and Melvin. No, Amy and Craig. What are you talking about? <laughs> Molly and Melvin. Oh. No, Molly and Melvin. Like Molly no. and Melvin. Like we do not even. We do not have time to get into that. At the shrine, uh, there is some uh, shrine magic going on, and it uh, works. Ray, Ray reveals who the villain is, and then the they all transform and march out of the shrine uh, to go get. Can I tell you why this scene is dumb though? Because it's nighttime. Well, I didn't even think of that, but no, because she goes, "Show us our enemy," and it's like. The monster you fought earlier? Oh, right. <laughs> and then they go and fight it. We already knew there was a giant cat monster. Like that. Why is everybody shocked? They are literally marching out uh, at nighttime. And then they're like, oh, come on, Sailor Moon. You, you, know, you, need, to, you need to hurry up. We're going to go. And Usagi does the most apathetic trans, tra, uh, transformation pose, which I love. She's kind of like fine. She holds up her hand <laughs> and she transforms. It's great. Yeah, it's very sad. And she, I like, I love, I love the part where she like extra whines about it. Like they leave, and then she's like, "Well, you could have just told me why." <laughs> she's not whining. Those are legitimate complaints. I don't know why you, I don't know why you would say call it whining. Wow, everybody's fighting everybody this episode. This is crazy. <laughs> See if we can make it to fifty. See if we can make it to fifty. Oh, we're I, break it's up? gonna be a long day. Oh man. We should tease it, Jordan. You you edit comics. We should tease that fifty might be the last one. Oh yeah, we may <laughs> tease end up breaking up. Stripe. Yeah, but, but, but I, in the in the spirit of Sailor Moon, we have to be like, will they break up? Be back for Chris and Jordan, friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, they're running, and uh, Makoto because she gave a boy all of her blood <laughs> is having some trouble being a Sailor Scout. I would have thought transformation would have healed that up. You would think, but it does not. Uh, it's also really again. funny. You know what? This is one of those things that you don't think about. Because most of the time when we see Sailor Scouts, well, most of the time what happens is, A, they are literally in a place already as themselves, and they see a bad thing going down, and then they transform, and they're there already. 
or one Sailor Scout is fighting and all the other ones just show up. This is one where we're actually focusing on, oh, yeah, they'll transform and then run across the city for like 20 minutes. It would be so great if all of this was taking place on a bus, like this entire conversation. <laughs> uh, but yes, it is night. So definitely this is, again, the end of another night. So Usagi says uh, something that I thought was really sweet, which oh. is, uh, I'm always slow and I run away all the time. But today I'm going to do my best to cover for you, which I thought was really, I thought it was really cute. And if apparently if Amy from the beginning of the episode was here, she would have been like, you should do your best all the time. You failed us all. <laughs> true, true. And you know what? Amy would be right. Amy would also be right. Usagi should actually be doing her best all the time, but I still think this is sweet. It is. It's very. Uh, it's very. And it, again, it it connects back to her watching them all die. You know, where she's like going, like I don't want you to die. Yeah, like I think that's again. I think that the season finale of of season one like actually does have. Uh, repercussions and ramifications for Yusagi's personality going forward is really nice because it would have been really easy for this show to just, you know, especially with the Alan and Anne stuff, just to get back into Monster of the Week stuff. And it doesn't. Like, there is, like, ongoing like ongoing changes to the characters in a really cool way. Jupiter uh, refuses to go home and get some rest and recover from donating literally all of her blood to Shinazaki. And that's right, literally all of her blood. <laughs> that was what happened. And they confront the monster in the park, and Makoto says, we're all studying as hard as we can for tomorrow's test. Interfering with that is unforgivable. Which, okay, first of all, is that the thing you're mad about? Yeah. Second of all, it has clearly been more than one day. Apparently the test from hell got pushed back. There's this weird scene when all the scouts show up, where they all are looking at the camera and like they all like flash past it in this weird way. Yeah, we, that, we've seen that a little bit before. But th this shot is really weird because it's like I, I'm trying to understand like where we are and what we're supposed to be seeing. And like the way that they move is so strange. It's almost as though like it would make more sense if we were in water and they were like swimming past the camera. But like it's just just very weird the way that they're like. I don't know. I don't. I've, they're not standing on anything. No, and and not only are they not standing on anything, but like the way they move past, it's like they have to like push past the camera in a weird way. Especially yeah. Sailor uh, Mars and Mercury at the end, like they do this like weird like thrust to push them past the camera. I just I don't. Get it's it. a very Mars especially is a very swimmy motion. Right. Uh, we got a big wing for Amy, which is cute. I think. <laughs> not at Jupiter. Uh, you don't know. Jupiter's standing in front of her at the time. So, no, Jupiter is behind her. She's already past the camera at that point. No, because when it cuts back, Jupiter's in front of her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the lion starts zapping everybody, and then finally Sailor Moon runs up because she was way behind. Well, we get, a, uh, we get another instance of Sailor Mars using her Ofuda, which oh, yeah. is always fun. She uses her, her priestess magic. Crescent Beam is used. But like, he, he Sailor... slashes. I like that he just slashes it with his claws. Yeah. She, she, I'm sorry. Yeah, she, because we were watching the Japanese version. <laughs> Sailor Moon, when she shows up, says, you attack people without any reason why. You're a bad monster. I like <laughs> Which that. Which I like. Because, like, look, we finally figured out what the Dark Kingdom was after. I don't like all this wondering about things anymore. I mean, it's pretty obvious it's energy, but what are you going to do? Yeah. So she finally steps up and immediately gets scared. But then, but then, a rose stops uh, Falion's claws from clawing into Sailor Moon. Which but it's a white rose. So what's this? Uh, and Usagi looks up and standing on a tree branch. I wish you could have just seen Aiden roll her eyes. <laughs> it's the moonlight night. 
It's the Moonlight Night. Now, let's talk about what is the Moonlight Night. Not not explanation-wise, but I mean just physically what is the Moonlight Night. He, well, he's Darian. Well, he certainly Spoiler appears warning. to be Darian. He, if, if you are a keen observer of the show, you might notice some similarities <laughs> in his facial structure. You might notice that his voice and face and hair <laughs> and uh, rose-throwing abilities are exactly the same as uh, one young Darian Shields, a.k.a. Mamoru Chiba. But now, now he's wearing all white, and he's got a turban on. And he's got a white face mask and a white this, cloak. Is that a turban? It's not really a turban. It's a. It's it's called it's it's a it's cultural stereotype. Yeah, it is, he is he is dressed as a a like if like you went sheep. to a Halloween costume store and said, "Hey, do you have a not like a super offensive uh, Arab costume, but like a kind of offensive Arab costume?" This is what they would give you. Yeah, like, like, do you need a sword with that? Yes, I do. Thank you. Scimitar. Like I said, kind of offensive. Yeah, baggy baggy white pants that, like, you know, cinch at the ankles. Yep. All of that. Oh, and then, uh, so then she starts fantasizing about it. Like, oh, is that, is that Endymion? Or? Now, that's the weird part to me, is that she goes straight to Endymion. Wouldn't she be like, is that Darian? Is that Memoru? Is that Memoru? Yeah. Like, is that even, is that Tuxedo Mask in a new outfit that's not... As good as his old one, but there you go. Uh, but she goes straight to, are you the, are you, can I refer to you by are you your the reincarnation previous... of the Earth Prince? Right, exactly. That's a weird, oh well. Uh. <laughs> uh, so and he throws his sword, which I gotta say, upgrade from the rose. Exactly. Probably I was, gonna, I, from I was the, gonna say, uh, he pulls out a sword. Like, that's, like, that's cool. If you were like, if you were like, hey Aiden, a few episodes ago, hey Aiden, you really don't like Darian. How could we make him worse for you? And I would say, well, I mean, you probably put him in a racist costume. That would probably make it worse. <laughs> that, that would, you know. Like what kind? You know, just like, you know, like, you know, racism. I've just any kind, really. Like, you know. I'm, I'm just glad that uh, the costume store was out of the bandito. <laughs> Or else this show, we would have to stop watching this show. I think. Hey, hey, maybe it's not Darian. He's wearing a mask. That's true. We don't know. We don't know if it's Darian. But when the time is right, they'll be able to talk. <laughs> can you make? Can you put him in a racist costume, but also make the racist costume all white too? <laughs> to just put some like weird conflicting messages about like racism and purity. Wait, I'm trying to remember. Just real quick in there. Does Does Moonlight Knight? He doesn't talk funny right like he talks like darian i know i just watched these no, he episodes just, he just sounds like tuxedo mask he does not affect an accent okay good oh. good good oh god again oh god, oh again god, that god. would be the line that yes <laughs> okay uh, so he throws his sword at the big uh, neon spinning wheel and then says hey when the time is right we'll be able to talk no and then sailor moon that... completely wastes the opportunity and Valhan tries to murder her with claws right that's what i was gonna say like he doesn't actually end up helping but not of his own like for some reason breaking the wheel works except then the lion goes well it only worked for a second like i'm okay which is strange i think it's i think it's i don't know i, I mean i guess hurts the lion i think it takes away some of the lion's power sure. i honestly don't and, at this point. and also i'm sure the animators were going let's not have him use the sword on the, on He'll the not lion. Have stab this monster to death <laughs> Which people could only get stabbed with giant crystals in this show. Yeah, yeah. Although we did see a lot of blood this episode. That's true. We did. It was typo. Uh, <laughs> it was. So uh, Jupiter uses supreme thunder while the monster is touching her friend. Yeah. But fortunately, it manages to knock uh, Falion off 
Caroline says, cleansing, and turns back into the card that then turns black. Now, explain that to me. Why does that, why does it cleansing it? I thought she used uh, healing on it. No, well, because she she hasn't used healing on any of the Cardians because she doesn't have the silver crystal anymore. Oh, right. Uh, I guess in in death, the Cardians are cleansed. They are cleansed by the holy power of uh, Lightning. lightning. Yeah, okay. Holy. That, by the way, that is not his girlfriend. That is clearly his mom. Uh, Look, if we're going to speculate, maybe he likes older women. Maybe, maybe so. Yeah. Wait, wait, okay. Hold on, I haven't got So back at the yet. hospital, okay. Back at the hospital, the scouts are creeping. She looks exactly like every other no. anime girl. No, that is a mom. That is clearly a mom. All anime let girls look, look the same. Let, let, let me look. They're the same wrinkles on his face. Oh, look, he just got out of the hospital. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's his mom. He, uh, that's, that's his, his mom. mom. Come on. That's his mom. All anime girls look. I don't know how you guys tell the difference. That, that does not look like an anime girl. That looks like an anime adult woman. All all anime all animes look the same. <laughs> so take take the hair off of every Sailor Scout. I, I'm like. Uh, so once again, once again, Sailor Moon, Sailor, I guess Usagi, Makoto, and Amy are uh, creeping on Shinazaki at the hospital. Or uh, Usagi is interrupting another date. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and, no. And it's, uh, by the way, it all, still, the test still has not happened. The test still has not happened. It okay. is clearly at least the third day of this episode. You're and right. then Usagi goes to bed. Right. So this is this test is just never gonna fucking happen. Yeah, I, clearly the test has happened and was like not even important enough to mention. No, well, I guess, because I guess it at is the end of the episode, at the end, right? She's does, supposed to study has she again. Taken the test at the no, end? at the end, right. Luna's like study for the fucking test. <laughs> okay, so Usagi is back in her bedroom uh, and she's fantasizing about Moonlight Night. Then a math book appears. And it's Luna making her uh, study for the math test that she has tomorrow. I assume that which was I don't the test. even know if that's the same test. I don't know if that's the, the oh, test from maybe hell that's or not. A different test. Okay, I assumed it was all a math test until now. But and so uh, Isagi is covered in grass. Okay, in Isagi's crying. defense, I've never used trigonometry in the real world. Yeah. So she's good. Yeah, He's trig fine. trig precalc was the was the hardest math class I took, and then I was like, "Fuck this." I mean, because I'm pretty good at math, but like that one, you have to really think about. And I was like, "Don't no. brag." Algebra. Don't you need brag to learn algebra, good at math. But like, oh, I am. I'm geometry, sorry. just you know, unbelievable. I'm like play some um, games of Tetris. I'm like, I'm like, if Amy was as lazy as Usagi. <laughs> <laughs> so a Hufflepuff. Right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and so that's the end of the episode. I feel like we learned a lot. I feel like we learned a lot about heterosexuality. I feel like I think, we learned a lot about story structure. I think Whoa. you two learned a lot about heterosexuality. Whoa. <laughs> Jordan, were we supposed to learn anything from this episode? Uh, well, at the end... Uh, oh, 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 I know what you mean by that. Sorry. Yeah, I'm setting up the next segment of the show. I lost my subtle senses. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, yes, we were supposed to learn something about that. Uh, and you will never guess what it is. Oh, I'm excited. We all need to know what to do when there's an emergency. First off, don't panic. Your injured friend is counting on you. Quickly alert an adult to get help. If you're all alone and someone's in bad trouble, call 911. Then let them decide what to do. And for less serious injuries, everyone should have a basic first aid kit at home and your doctor's number posted by the phone. Talk to your parents or school nurse about your home first aid kit. It's not a toy, but being prepared can save lives. Sailor Moon says... <laughs> Actually... Yeah. A pretty decent moral that ties into what we just saw. Do we have a home first aid kit? 
I, I guess I gotta talk to my school nurse about getting one. I mean, I have like band aids and stuff in the bathroom. It's kind of but... like one. The, 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 the part that weirded me out was the phrasing, is the, the odd use of the word but, because she's like, your first aid kit is not a toy, but it can save lives. Wait, wait. Like all toys. <laughs> like all toys. I, I like that it's like, hey, call 911. Don't just hook yourself up and give a friend all your blood in a transfusion, because that is a bad idea. Let, them, Let a doctor do that. Let them decide what to do. So now it's time to talk about what we learned from this week's episode. It's time for Sailor Businesses. Aiden, what did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? Uh, nothing. I'm out of oh. school, and therefore I'm done learning for the rest of my life. I don't know why you asked me that question. Honey, I know you've listened to at least one episode of this show. I don't know why you asked me that question. I know you've listened to the show before. Mm. Jordan, what did you learn? I learned that math is harder than uh, than relationships between men and women. I learned that uh, if you're in a crisis situation and someone needs uh, a blood of your blood type, just wait. See if anybody else mentions <laughs> it. Do not volunteer that information. Keep that to yourself. Listen, she runs away a lot and gets scared. <laughs> at that point, yeah, she, she's not trying her best. She would not have to fill in for Sailor Jupiter if uh, if they had shared that particular burden. She's she uh, knows all of her friends' blood types, and she's sitting there going, "I know Mako's blood type is O, so she's gonna do this first. Like I don't have to." That's what she was. She doing. also has a copy of the Guardians of Order Sailor Moon role playing game book <laughs> with all the relevant information. Uh, I gotta say, not a fan of this episode. It's not a good episode. It's not. It's like the like just the basic timeline of the episode doesn't make sense. I don't like Moonlight Night. I don't like Moonlight Night more than I don't like uh, Tuxedo Mask. So, yeah. I I mean I'm so far I'm with you on that. I in that I I do like Tuxedo Mask, but I don't like Moonlight Night yet. We'll see if I do by the end of this, but I kind of doubt it. Yeah, like Shinazaki is like barely a character. Like, he's less of a character than Greg. Oh, yeah. He's less of a character than Rio. Like, Way he's less, less of a character than the tennis, t- tennis sis. Tennis lady, yeah. Yeah. Molly's uh, sister. Yeah. What was her name? Rin? Sounds right. Yeah. All of these other characters that show up, you know, ha- have more development in less time. Well, because those episodes are Presumably about Presumably because them. we had to hear all of Rainy Day, ma'am. Right, right. Exactly. Those episodes are about them. But again, this is another, this is an episode where it's not about him at all. He's a device to affect. He's like a, a fridge lady <laughs> for, for for Jupiter, though. Yeah, yeah. Like he like he is such a cipher. He just exists uh, so that she can get upset at the beginning of the episode and have something to be upset about for the rest of the episode. I like the monster's design. Like I think it's a cool design for the monster, but it's also a confusing design for the monster. For a, a Jupiter spotlight episode, this one really falls down. Which is such a bummer because, as we said, like last week, we love this part of the show. Yeah, I love Ellen and Ann. I, and like, I think the Doomtree stuff is really good. And this is such a bummer of an episode. It's like, oh, oh well. Aiden, thoughts on the episode? It's not good, guys. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, well, and, I, and I hate to say it. Uh, we... I'm glad it took you 49 episodes to have me on. And you were like, let's have Aiden on for like the two most heterosexual, boring episodes. You know. First of all... It'll be fun. First of all, you said you wanted to be on when TV is a shut up. I'm still going on. I know, I know, I know. That's what you request. I was not the one keeping you off the show. You requested that episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're... If, I, if you're I one mean, of I would people, not say these are the most heterosexual episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, they're pretty... The ones with the active romance, I think, would be the most heterosexual episodes. Uh... <laughs> Pining is a thing that heterosexuals do a lot. <laughs> this this episode 
if you're one of the people who who doesn't watch every episode or who is listening along and not watching Sailor Moon, because I know there are some of you out there, this is you can skip this one pretty easily. This one doesn't add anything. Well, uh, well, that's the thing. It technically does. I mean, if you've listened to this, you've got it. So you don't need to watch it. But if you were if you weren't listening to our summaries of it, it does have the fairly important introduction of Moonlight Night. Not that we necessarily liked that, but it is important. And unfortunately, same with the next episode. Like, it shows you something really important about him, but it's just a boring episode. Yeah. So with that, it's time to come to the end of the episode. Before we do that, Aiden, where can everybody find you online? I am on Twitter, at GoodnessAiden. That's A-I-D-A-N. All right. <laughs> I'm on Twitter, at CrackShot with a zero for an O. And our... Uh, our Gen- uh, gentleman production person JJ Mason is on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason and he's got another podcast called The Morphin Grid that you should check out. I am on Twitter uh, at the ISB and you can also find links to everything I do at about.me slash Chris Sims that's C-H-R-I-S-S-I-M-S including uh, all eight digital chapters of uh, X-Men 92 are out. I co-wrote that with Chad Bowers uh, and Jordan was the editor on that book so if you like Sailor Business and you like the X-Men there's a pretty good chance you're going to like that comic. Yeah. Definitely check that out. Uh, also, the show is on Twitter, at Sailor Business. Please send us your theories on what Falion is supposed to be. Uh, any Sailor Moon questions that you have that you would like us to answer? Any fan fiction that you write? Oh, brother. Are we going to talk about some fan fiction in the next episode? Yeah. Any Sailor Moon fan art? Any Anything related to Sailor Moon, any oddities or questions, we love to, to hear them. And please follow the show there. That does it for this episode. We will be back next week with Usagi's Crisis, The Tierra Stops Working, a.k.a. Chris and Jordan, friends forever. Uh, <laughs> could it be our final episode? Find out. And until then, keep your mind on Sailor Business. to see you again rainy day rain
so very beautiful tonight. Far too beautiful for a creature as ugly as this, don't you think? Is it possible? Moonlight Knight? The Moonlight Knight? <laughs> <laughs> 